Al-Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed all praise is due to the Almighty Allah We seek His aid and His assistance And we ask for His forgiveness Whomsoever Allah Azza wa Jal guides There is no misguidance for this individual And whomsoever He subhanahu wa ta'ala misguides There is no guidance for this individual we seek refuge in Allah from the evil of our souls and from the evil of our actions. And we bear witness, testify and proclaim that there is no deity, there is no God worthy of worship in truth except Allah Azza wa Jal. Alone, with no partner. And that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is his slave and messenger. Allah Azza wa Jal mentions and says what's translated to mean, O you who believe... Worship Allah or fear Allah as he deserves to be feared. And do not die except in a state of total submission towards him. My brothers, approximately two to three years ago, and I was standing on this mimbar, I delivered a very important khutbah. A very important topic was given. That was the topic regarding the debts in Islam. And we titled the, the dangers of unpaid debts. And it revolved around a narration. A narration which I'm sure we are all familiar with. Where the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he asks the companion or the companions, Atadruna Manil Muflis, do you know who the bankrupt individual is? And we asked a question, what would your answer be? Your answer naturally and generally would be that which was the answer of the companions. Al-Muflisu fina ya Rasulallah. Al-Muflisu fina aw minna man la dirhama lahu wa la mata'a. The bankrupt individual is the one that has no wealth amongst us and he has no property. This is naturally who we said, who we'd all think as the bankrupt individual. But the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we mentioned, he corrected our understanding. He changed and fixed our understanding. Because the real bankrupt individual we mentioned is not the one that has no wealth. The real bankrupt individual is who, Ya Rasulullah? He says, إِنَّ الْمُفْلِسَ مِنْ أُمَّتِي يَأْتِي يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ بِصَلَاةٍ وَصِيَامٍ وَزَكَاهٍ That the bankrupt person... He will come on the day of resurrection. And what does he have? He has his prayers. And he has his fasting, the days that he fasted. And he has his charity, the obligatory charity, the zakat, 
which he gave for the sake of Allah. So where's the problem? And what is the problem? The problem is the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned it. He says, وَقَدْ شَتَمَ هَذَا That he pretty much abused this individual. وَقَذَفَ هَذَا And he alleged about this individual that they did things they did not do. وَأَخَذَ أَوْ أَكَلَ مَالَ هَذَا And he consumed. He took the wealth of other individuals, meaning unlawfully. وَسَفَكَ دَمَ هَذَا and he shed the blood once again, wrongfully, unlawfully of this individual, such individuals, وَضَرَبَ And he hit this individual. The point is here, the Prophet ﷺ is showing us, is teaching us. It's not all as some people, they think they're going to work on their relationship with Allah Azza wa Jal. Yes, that's important. Yes, we must do this. But do not forget, do not forget, do not forget your relationship. With your brothers. Do not forget your relationship with the Muslims. Do not forget your relationship with your brothers and sisters. Wallahi, I am astonished at an individual who prays, who fasts, who gives in charity, who does and he does and he does. But when it comes to his dealings with other people, he's sinning left, right and center. Oppression, left, right and center. Hurting others, harming others, treating others wrongfully and transgressing against others. Wallahi, it is a major problem. Do not forget your dealings with other people. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he mentions, Al-Mu'min, Mir'atul Mu'min. The believer is the mirror of another believer. Just like you look in the mirror, and you don't want to see anything wrong with yourself, likewise, when you look at your brother, you should not want to see anything wrong with him. So what about you being the reason of harm to him, of abuse to him? Of course you should not do this, because you should look at him as if you're looking at yourself. You don't want to be hurt. You don't want to be harmed. And you don't want that for your brother. And you don't want that for your sister. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Al-Mu'min, Mir'atul Mu'min, and in another narration, Mir'atu Akhi is the mirror of his brother, Yakuffu Daya'atah, that he protects him from loss. Not that he is the reason, he is the means for his brother losing. No, he protects him from loss, and he protects him behind his back. Someone talks about your brother, you defend him. Someone harms your brother, you defend him. Someone hurts your brother, you defend him. So what about today, subhanAllah? Wallahi, it's that we have some Muslims when they buy and sell, and this is the general crux of the topic today. When they buy and sell to their brothers, they cheat them. They deceive them. They lie to them. As if they had not heard the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Man ghasha falaysa minna. Whoever cheats, he is not from us. Whoever cheats, he is not from us. But subhanallah, how the trial of this ummah is wealth and women. And those are the words of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where he says, inna likulli ummatin fitnah. That for every nation there is a trial. For every nation there is a trial. And the trial of my nation is wealth. Is the love of wealth. 
and more specifically in our day and age, the love of money. And subhanAllah, we see today that a person will sell his own mother and father for a dollar. A person will sell his own brother and sister, his own son and daughter to make a few extra hundred dollars, for example. Is this not sad? Is this not sad? When you deal with your brothers in transactions, when you're buying and selling with your brothers, be easy, be kind, be gentle, be honest, be truthful, be trustworthy. The Prophet ﷺ mentions in this narration, as according to some scholars, has some weakness to it. He mentions that the merchant, التاجر الصادوق الأمين مع النبيين والصديقين والشهداء that the trustworthy, truthful merchant, the trustworthy, truthful person who buys and sells, he is with the prophets and the truthful and the martyrs. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he said, رحم الله امرأً May Allah have mercy on an individual. سمحاً إذا باع وإذا اشترى وإذا اقتضى He is good, kind, gentle. And included in all of that is truthful. Trustworthy and the likes. May Allah have mercy on a man. May Allah have mercy on a man. He is kind, gentle, all these meanings. When? When he buys, when he sells, and when he wants his debts back and asks for his debts back. So when you deal with your brothers, you have to be truthful. It is not an option. You must be truthful. You must show. We see, for example, today some mechanics. They want to sell a car. They do a thousand things to the car before they sell that car and they lie to the person. They wind back the clock or the odometer, if, it's, if I recall correctly what it's called. It had done 190,000 Ks. Tick, tick, tick. It's now 60,000 brand new. Huh? The bonnet needs a paint job. It's completely finished. It's done and dusted. He goes, he puts a few things on it and gives it to his brother as if nothing happened. And he doesn't tell him that there's a thousand problems with the car. Is this not haram? Is this not wrong? Is this not sad and upsetting? Wallahi, when you see cases like this, you understand the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, the trial for my ummah or of my ummah is in wealth. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, or before that, we'll mention one more example. You want to sell your brother a phone, a phone, and there's something wrong with that phone. There's something, a big problem in that phone. You sell your brother that phone and you don't tell him. Something's not working in it, but you hide it. <coughs> you hide the defect. Why? Once again, to earn a few extra dollars. My brothers, don't look at the number. Wallahi, don't look at the number. How many times have the Muslims in the past went to war and they were one-third, one-fourth, one-fifth, one-this, one-that of the enemy in regards to number? But it's not about the number. It's about the quality. You look at your bank accounts, you say, I'm going to lie, I'm going to deceive, I'm going to cheat, I'm going to rob and steal my brother or from my brother for a few extra dollars so you can see your bank account go up. Wallahi, even if you had a million dollars in your bank account, it's not about the number. Imagine you did all of this and you thought you're a winner. You thought you've won and Allah Azza wa Jal sends a sickness your way which costs triple what you thought you made. And Allah Azza wa Jal sends a punishment to you and your whole business is done, dusted and finished in a few years. So when you deal with your brothers and sisters, deal with them in honesty. 
Deal with them in the correct manner, way, shape, and form. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Al-bayyani bil-khiyar, that the two merchants or seller and buyer, the seller and buyer, they have the choice, ma lam yatafarraqa, so long as they do not depart. That's a fiqh course, inshallah, to understand exactly that part. The point is this part I wanted to make. Then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, فَإِن صَدَقَ وَبَيَّنَا بُورِكَ لَهُمَا فِي بَيْعِهِمَا If they're honest, if the buyer and the seller, they're honest in their transaction, they're truthful in their transaction, there will be barakah, there will be blessing in their transaction. وَإِن كَذَبَا وَكَتَمَا أَوْ وَإِنْ كَتَمَا وَكَذَبَا مُحِقَتْ بَرَكَةُ بَيْعِهِمَا If they hide, they hide the defects, they hide the problems, they hide certain things that the other party should know, and they lie, and they lie, then the blessing of that transaction will be finished. Will be finished. So my brothers, be very careful when you deal with your brothers and sisters, because Allah Azza wa Jal is watching. And Allah Azza wa Jal knows what's going on. You can run and you can hide from the creation. You can run and you can hide from that brother or that sister that when you sell them that problem, with that, that thing with that problem and defect, they call you and call you and call you and you don't answer. And you block their number and you're on airplane mode. You can run and you can hide, but you cannot run and you cannot hide from Allah Azza wa Jal. You cannot run and you cannot hide from our creator and our sustainer and our provider. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه يا فوز المستغفرين بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه My brothers, there's a beautiful narration and I'll end with this inshallah so I don't go too long There's a beautiful narration that the ulama have classified as authentic and this is an incident A story which happened with Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma, the son of the great Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu. One day he was going out in the desert, in the open, and the narration it mentions, مَرَّ بْنُ عُمَرَ radiallahu ta'ala anhu بِرَاعِ الْغَنَمِ بِرَاعِ الْغَنَمِ That Ibn Umar, he passed by someone who was dealing with the, uh, the, the cattle and the sheep and the herd and the livestock. مَرَّ بْنُ عُمَرَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ عَنْهُ بِرَاعِ غَنَمِ فَقَالَ يَا رَاعِيَ الْغَنَمِ Oh, shepherd, he calls out to him, Ibn Umar, رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ عَنْهُ وَأَرْضَى And he says, هَلْ لَكَ أَوْ هَلْ مِنْ جَزَرَهُ or جَزْرَهُ عَلَى وَزْنِ فَعَلَهُ Do you have pretty much a sheep? Do you have a sheep available that I can possibly buy or take from you? So he says, مَرَّ بْنُ عُمَرَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ عَنْهُ بِرَاعِ غَنَمِ فَقَالَ يَا رَاعِيَ الْغَنَمِ هَلْ مِنْ جَزَرَهُ So what did this uh, uh, shepherd say? Did he say, yes, here you go. I'll sell it to you and give me the money. And I won't tell the owner or I'll tell the owner that it costs so and so much and I'll put the rest in my pocket. No. He says, لَيْسَ هَاهُنَا رَبُّهَا That its owner or their owner, the owner of the cattle, yes, I have them with me, but the owner is not he. So what did Ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu he say to this individual testing him? He says, تَقُولُ أَكَلَهَا الذِّئْبِ Say to the owner, say to him, that a wolf devoured the cattle. A wolf devoured the sheep. 
Subhanallah. So what does this shepherd do? What does this young man do? He looks up at the sky because we know that Allah Azza wa Jal is above the heavens, above the skies, above the throne. So the hadith it mentions, فَرَفَعَ أَيْ رَعِيَ الْغَنَمْ فَرَفَعَ رَأْسَهُ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ He looked up at the sky. He raised his head to the sky and to the heavens and he looks back down and he says, فَأَيْنَ اللَّهِ فَأَيْنَ اللَّهِ Where is Allah? Yani, I can do all of this, yes. I can hide from my owner and hide it, yes. I can make a few extra dollars and dinars on the side, yes. But what I can't do is I can't hide from Allah Azza wa Jal. Where is Allah, my brothers? Where is Allah in your lives? Where is Allah in your transactions? Where is Allah in your dealings with other people? Where is Allah? فَرَفَعَ رَأْسَهُ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ ثُمَّ قَالَ فَأَيْنَ اللَّهِ and then Ibn Umar was pleased with this answer. So he purchased this shepherd from the owner and he purchased the sheep and the cattle as the hadith mentions and he let go. And he let the shepherd go free. He freed him and he gave him the flock or the sheep and the likes. So this is what we mean brothers by where is Allah in your transactions? Where is Allah? You need to be honest, you need to be truthful and the likes. Does he not know that Allah sees? Wallahi, my brothers, oppressing your brothers and sisters is from the lowest of lowly actions. Oppressing your brothers and sisters is from the saddest of the sad. And this is oppression. When you cheat your brothers and sisters in transactions and dealings, especially when you buy and you sell, Allah Azza wa Jal will hold, hold you accountable. And this is oppression and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned, Fee the dua of the oppressed. Fee the dua of the oppressed. And in one narration collected in Ahmad, وَإِن كَانَ كَافِرًا Even if he's a disbeliever, even if he's a disbeliever, oppression is haram. End of story. It's not about who you're oppressing. It's about you oppressing. It's wrong. Done and dusted. Ya ibadi, inni haramtu dhulma ala nafsi wa ja'altuhu baynakum muharrama. Oh my slaves, Allah is saying, oh my slaves. Indeed, I have forbidden oppression for myself and I have made it impermissible and forbidden amongst you, subhanallah. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Fee the dua of the oppressed. And in one narration, even if he's a disbeliever, فَإِنَّهُ لَيْسَ بَيْنَهَا وَبَيْنَ اللَّهِ حِجَابٍ For indeed, there is no barrier. There is no veil between the dua of the oppressed and Allah Azza wa Jal. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, إِيَّاكُمْ وَالظُّلْمِ فَإِنَّ الظُّلْمَ أَكْذَبُ الْحَدِ Or فَإِنَّ الظُّلْمَ ظُلُمَاتِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Beware of oppression, for indeed oppression is darkness on the day of resurrection. And I'll end with this where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions, There are three, three supplications that will be answered, no doubt about it. A hundred percent, the Prophet told us, a hundred percent, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, guaranteed they're going to be answered. And from these three is the supplication of the oppressed individual.
يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم اغفر لنا ما قدمنا وما أخرنا وما أسررنا وما أعلنا وما أسرفنا وما أنت أعلم به منا ربنا إننا نسألك العفو ربنا إننا نسألك العفو والمغفرة اللهم إننا نسألك بأسمائك الحسنى وصفاتك العلى أن تجعل القرآن ربيع قلوبنا ونور صدورنا وجلاء حزننا أو أحزاننا وذهاب همومنا وغممنا وقم الصلاة